0: Hello Wanderers, and welcome to Undertown. At the beginning of this year, Zach and Caitlin took a hiatus, so we decided to invite some of our friends to game with us in D&D 5th edition. Since 2021 was extra hectic as we welcomed two new babies into the Wandering Gamer family, this game is going to take the place of our holiday special. Undertown will run through the rest of the year, and Outlaws will be back on the first Monday of January. Thank you all for sticking with us, and we hope you enjoy Undertown. hiatus game. last time the party dealt with the fallout of killing a group of torn cloaks after interrogating the remaining living prisoner Mort murdered him with a fireball in the back then necromantically ensnared the body using the undead torn cloak as a spy they found out that the whole organization is now on high alert looking for their party how will the party defeat the evil torn cloaks and will they ever get home now welcome Wanderers to Undertown okay where we left off, you are standing near like a, a trot away far enough that you are not conspicuous from a clearing that leads to the sheer cliff face out of which a small stone wall is built that acts as the
1: gentleman's retreat. No, the nobleman's retreat, the base slash club of the torn cloaks. Yeah, I think the gen- I think the gentleman's retreat would be a different type of establishment.
0: That's that's what I was that's what I named it originally and then I was like, "No, D&D, replace gentle with noble and it becomes more fantasy." The the Torn Cloaks being the gang that runs like vice in undertown.
2: All right, what are all you guys about? I think we were going to send one of the undead to lure them lure out as many of the Torn Cloaks as possible. Was that what we were doing? Something to that effect? Okay
1: maybe we, maybe we could send Hector back in and have him tell tell everyone that that we were spotted somewhere far away from here, and they'll all go chase after us, except we obviously won't be there. Get, get what I'm saying
2: Yes, I think the uh the monster den might be a good place to have been spotted. Are you
0: going to send all of my friends to fight all of the squid people? Is
2: that the idea? Well, I was hoping the squid people might uh, fight them.
0: Got it. I guess, too, I'll probably have to go with them, right? Like, lead them to where I supposedly saw you? Yes. In the heart of the the cthulhu monsters. All right, sounds good. Your wish is my command and all that. Any little addendums you want to add before I wander in and try to make that happen?
2: Obviously don't tell them where we actually are. Oh, definitely I won't do that. No, I'm fully on your side. Feel free to leave the, uh, monstery bits as, uh, as soon as the fighting starts. Oh, so I'm allowed to escape with my life if possible. Well, you're undead.
0: I'm allowed to escape with your ownership of my life as your
3: undead thrall. Got it! Okay, anything else? Anyone else want to add anything? Uh, should we give him a time limit on how long to be gone for? That way we kind of also know what time we have until they try to come back. I'm not sure that's up to him. I mean, he could try to run away as long as possible, but it kind of gives us something in our own minds that, like, you know, if if after an hour, like, if I was chasing us in this endless world, like, as a ranger, I would be like, okay, maybe this isn't worth chasing, let's go back.
2: Fair enough. Well, what's a reasonable time?
0: Hmm. Well, how about this? I promise I'll be the first to run away, and if they decide to turn around, I will... I'll go faster than them, you understand,
3: and warn you, if if you're about to be waylaid. Actually, I had a really dark idea, as Carl and not as <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, if they stop chasing you, kill yourself so that Mort knows.
0: <laughs> All right, no problem, I can do that. Mort, is that what you want?
2: Is there any other way that I could, like, learn about this, Cody?
0: Um... Uh... Not unless you have something magical you can pull out that lets you talk to someone far away. Conveniently, he has a stone of far I speech. I was about to Who say, can I can,
3: <laughs> If you
0: had a stone of far speech specifically written on your character sheet yeah, prior yeah, to no, this moment... I,
2: I have a lot of things written on my character sheet that I think will be surprising when I pull them out, but... A stone of far speech is not one.
0: Okay, I was gonna say, like, if that was written on there before this exact moment, yes, you have one. If not, no, you do not.
3: Oh, look, Rolf magically spawned two. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I was gonna say, what if, if you'd said, oh, look, Rolf magically spawned one. Oh, too bad we need two of them <laughs> to work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, do the killing thing. All right,
0: hopefully it doesn't come to that. See y'all later! And, uh, Hector scampers back in to the gate. He is again greeted by his comrades with waves and jovial slaps on the back, and you see the gate close. Now, Ben or Mort, make me that same check you made before about, like, performance or whatever it was you decided that we thought was fair. Do that again, and let's see how it goes. 24. It goes pretty well. Alright. So, To your eyes, you look on as the gates open and a significant force of men in shining cloaks go charging out, screaming and hollering through the town. They all have swords drawn and clubs and maces. They're brandishing them. It's a big to do. There's probably even like a few bards playing songs to like hurry them on their way. There's maybe like a wizard. Just firing off sparks because that's a cantrip that doesn't
1: count for anything. <laughs> I totally, I totally imagine them. They're using finger guns, like, like just doing their Pew 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 pew. <laughs> like in the Wild West. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's a few wizards. Yeah, doing one of those. It's, it's. My point is, this is like a big fanfare as they go off on their vengeance.
3: I imagine Alma tries to join them, and we have to hold <laughs> her back from joining the Bards. <laughs>
4: Mama's <laughs> um definitely paying attention to what the bards are playing, being like, "Oh, okay." Taking <laughs> diligent notes. Oh, maybe I could
0: play that. Uh, all right, and the gates swing closed.
5: So, how are we going to get inside?
2: I just thought of that. Might have been a flaw.
1: I mean, we could always try to smash the gate down, right? Talk, you're a pretty big guy. You should probably have no trouble with that.
5: I can give it a try.
1: <laughs> Do we see if there's still like guards outside the gate?
3: Roll me a perception check.
1: Everybody or just him? Anyone who wants to look
0: and assess how many guards are remaining on the gate, make me a perception check. Five. I'm always willing to roll a perception check. Did you say five? I said five. The gate is made of wood. It's roughly 15 feet tall. It's quite tall and it seems very thick. You can see some reinforcing horizontal beams not just vertical like slats going up and down from this you gather that the gate is pretty strong but made of wood and would be
3: susceptible to fire
1: um, the 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 gate the gate is made of gate
3: how about a 21 to Vinny's 5 <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it's a witch
3: it's made of wood and therefore
1: is a witch
0: uh, <laughs> you see two torn cloaks atop the wall They are both carrying crossbows and seem uh, bored. You know, they're just like kind of
1: standing there. You can see them fidgeting, you know, shuffling a little bit. So this is the problem with with having multiple active D&D campaigns for myself is I was like, oh, easy. I'll just, like, throw a fireball at them. I'm like, nope, that's the other character. I don't have that spell. <laughs> In fact, I don't have any spells. I, mean, I should be able
3: to dispatch them from my, uh, my range, but... Is the gate locked? Do we know if the gate's locked?
0: Okay, so I don't mean <laughs> to split hairs. And technically, you have no way to know if the gate is locked. But it is a stone wall that is guarded. If you were going to take an over-under on if this gate is locked... <laughs> I cast thaumaturgy. It's a, it's a
1: stone wall.
0: The wall is made I of it was a wood wall. No, the the wood wall is, is stone, stone. wall. Stone wood gate. Maybe locked. Maybe it's just open a creek and you could just walk in. <laughs> I cast thaumaturgy
2: to try to open
0: the gate. Uh, the gate jiggles a little bit. It's like, and then it doesn't. It doesn't open at all. As if there is a mechanism on the inside of the gate keeping the gate from opening. So it's locked. Well, you know, I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't know if it's specifically locked so much as it has a large chain affixed to a winch that is a locking winch. You know, I think that's... You know, if these guys...
3: Oh, go ahead.
0: ahead, I just think that's how gates worked, right? They were usually, like, actuated by some big pulley and lever mechanism right i mean what are you a medieval architect like i mean you? i wish that would be really fascinating but you know except living in medieval times that is, would be uh, that the downside is i would like 100 percent basically be a slave you know like that wouldn't be great
3: because i would be a serf thank you
0: yeah but you know like that's just you, you know i still don't i still am getting commanded by like some like duke that's falling apart from incest
3: it's not great the duke of vile perhaps <laughs> Um, no, so I think at this point, like, these guys, if they're disinterested, and they've probably been on shift the whole time, they probably haven't been in the bar, and they might not know who we are, and we could just kind of stroll up and they'll let us in and be like, hey, we're new recruits. Worst come to worst, we have to fight them anyway to open the gate, period. So, you first? Okay, so now
0: I want to be clear. What you're doing is just walking up to the gate and asking them to open the gate. With the hope that they are so neglectful that they have not seen your picture posted on the wall.
3: Yes. If they've been on guard duty, which they would have been probably for, if they're at this point of disinterest, a minimum six hours.
2: Since <laughs> <laughs> okay. the man who has an idea about this. Okay,
3: I, I just want you to know, it's not impossible for this to work, but dice will be involved. <laughs> I rolled four 15s, a 17, and a 12 yesterday. I feel really good
1: ambush fallacy all
3: right uh make me either a performance check
0: or a uh what would it be maybe is there a lie check deception deception yeah either performance or deception depending on how you want to
2: take it to 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 be clear while he's rolling i am i am now laying on the ground like like legs propped up propping my head up on my arms Just going to watch. I'm not moving. I'm staying undercover.
3: (laughs) I mean, if it's a bad idea, it's okay to say so. And if somebody has a higher charisma than minus one, it might be better if they roll.
1: Uh, Minus two over here. Just saying. (laughs) So maybe this
3: isn't the best idea.
2: I've got a plus three, but I'm here to watch.
3: I mean, the other alternative is I just shoot them from here. So, like. Ama, thoughts? I see that smile.
4: I could always try a bit of Minor Illusion and see if perhaps one of us could look like one of the uh, people who are part of the Torn Cloaks.
0: Oh, I can't wait to see this. (laughs) Yeah, you can definitely try that, yeah. Who do you want to do Minor Illusion on? It can be yourself. The the problem is, I don't think it's a spell that she has. (laughs) No, it's not, but she thinks she does. Don't worry. (laughs) So Ama... Are you doing minor illusion to yourself? Or are you trying to do minor illusion to someone else?
4: No. If Rolf is going to go up there, then I would do it on him. Uh. Okay. This is the plan right now, as it stands.
0: <laughs> I love this plan.
4: I mean, uh, am I rolling performance for that? What? What is? Go- I just want to
0: make sure everyone's down for this plan. Which is a totally viable plan, by the way. This could work.
4: Is it? Yep. <laughs> Not with the
3: minus
2: one. It's the best plan. Co-
0: Cody, Cody, stop rewarding us for bad okay, decisions. Okay, so anyways, uh, <coughs> I'm hearing no dissent. So, uh, Rolf, you make your way towards the gate. Ama, you are readying yourself to cast a minor illusion upon, Carl's, upon Rolf's face to make Rolf appear different. So, first of all... Ama, um, make me a
4: performance check. Okay. Uh, and because this is such a big deal, uh, she's actually going to bring out her flute, which she is more proficient in, narratively. So-, <laughs>
3: <laughs> so she rolls with advantage on a spell she doesn't have.
4: I roll with advantage? No. Uh, performance, so that is a 10.
0: That's a 10. Okay, great. Carl, as you approach the gate, you hear the single steady trilling note of a flute. It's not bad sounding. It's just like over and over and over again from behind you as you know that Alma believes she is changing your face and you arrive at the gate and one of the guards kind of like stumbles a little bit leans over the wall and says halt hello there Hi,
3: why are you doing here? Well, uh, me and my friends just, uh, got here the other day, uh, or wh- whatever you can classify as a day here, so I've heard. Um, and we've heard great things about the torn Cloak, cause I don't know if you've been to the bar down there, uh, like, they boil meats and they spit in the beer, and I heard you guys have the good stuff, and we just, you know, we kind of want to We'd rather be here.
0: Okay, yeah, sure. Um, okay, make me a deception check real quick, and we're going to see how this next part plays out. Uh... Also, make it with disadvantage because their attention is
3: being drawn to a dwarf playing a flute, which matches the description on the poster. <laughs> Well, she played a lute in the bar thing, so she—they would not have labeled her with a flute. I
0: hear your complaint. I recognize your complaint. Roll with disadvantage because there's
3: a dwarf playing a flute, which matches the description.
1: There's a dwarf in the playing bar. bad music.
3: <laughs> well, it can't get any bet worse than a oh, Can't get any better than a four. So, oh, I lied. It can get to a three. <laughs> um,
0: make a make a dex saving throw. Yes.
2: Cody, if they're raising their weapons deck, yes, Thaumaturgy? Uh,
0: yeah, after this deck saving throw. Okay. This would all be
3: very sudden, and they would be on guard. And here's where the 19 came out, plus 8 for saving throw, so 27. <laughs> oh, Jesus.
0: Okay, so you, like, hear the loosing of a bolt from a crossbow from the other guard, and you, like, hop backwards quickly as the uh first crossbow bolt strikes the ground in front of you. And now, uh, Mort, you said you wanted to do something with thaumaturgy?
2: Well, if the other one hasn't shot yet, I want to make harmless tremors in the ground uh, to make it harder for them to aim. That's good. That'll,
0: that'll happen in initiative while we're doing the thing, but that's good. Hey, Cody. Yes. Oh, okay. okay Carl, what's up?
3: Uh, how tall is this wall? Okay, so I said the gate was 15 feet tall. How high is the normal person's jump distance?
0: Okay, so I would say if I tried my absolute best, my vertical jump, if you include my height on top
3: of it, is maybe seven feet. That's massive. You're saying you jump taller
1: than me. No, he's saying he's saying he's saying. No, no,
0: no, no. I'm saying if I did this and then jumped, I think I would get to seven feet.
1: (laughs) No, Cody. Cody. Your arm raised—that's that's at least seven feet. I would get to seven
0: and a half feet.
1: <laughs> uh, jumping in D and D is a bit different. Um, for a high jump, well, depends on if you can get a running start or not. If um, if you can get a running start, it's uh, three plus your strength modifier. If you don't get a if you if it's a standing high jump, it's half that.
3: Three plus strength modifier. Yep. And then okay, so in
1: feet okay that is very low you can always try to climb climbing is another viable thing
3: well i also have the ability uh, i have the ability jump which um oh increases my jump distance by three it triples triples
1: your jump distance yeah
3: so four would then become 12 and if i'm already six feet tall so
0: let, let me put it this way Getting to the top of the wall will be a feat that requires a roll and will be challenging, and will take a turn.
3: I mean, at this point, I may as well just shoot them, because I can do that, whatever.
0: You can do that, but you will be rolling at disadvantage, because they're both undercover and above you, and you have bad
3: angle on it. Uh, I need to do some reading, because I have some stuff Are we entering
2: initiative, or...?
0: We are entering initiative now, so unless anyone wants to do some pre-initiative
3: stuff, this is initiative time, yeah.
2: I
0: need
3: to do some looking, but I know I have some skills or something that allow me some
1: benefit if you uh, do
3: that's fine yeah yeah i'll roll initiative first and i'll do some looking
1: question how long is how i know time doesn't mean anything here but how long has it been since the bar since we uh had that fight in the bar
0: four hours five hours okay why are you asking about spells
1: uh i was asking if i would still be in my cat form or not and the answer is no it's been more than an hour
0: oh yeah 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 i would say that like the walking to the place would probably have taken you out of that so, everyone... Okay, let's actually do this. Tonk, what is your uh, initiative?
5: 14. Mort? 21.
1: Ama? 12. Rolf? Uh, 13. Mine was a 15.
0: Cody, what kind of cover are they under? So there's a wall that has like a... Parapet's not the right word, is it? What's the half wall in front of a wall called
3: that you can crouch down behind? So that sounds like a half wall would be half cover. I think I think parapets yeah, parapets
1: that.
2: Uh, parapet is the correct
3: term. Oh, wow, okay, Why do I know that? Uh, what kind of cover would you classify this as?
0: Quarter, half, three quarters full. Okay, so' I'm, I'm trying to have you picture this, right? Imagine you walk up to a wall that is roughly 25 feet tall, which I have jumped back from. At, at most what like f- five feet? And then imagine that there is a half wall on top of that, right? That that at least covers them to their chest.
2: Pythagoras is
3: working against you. I'm going to move regardless to yeah, get the angle. I think you would have yeah, to... Yeah,
1: Cody, he, he's he's asking, like... The reason he's asking what type of cover is because the different types of cover have different
2: rules No, with
0: them. I, I know. I, th- I think at, at worst, half cover, I would say.
3: Again, because up to three quarters cover... I ignore.
0: Oh, okay. No, that's fine then. I'll, I'll take that. As long as you have like backed up from the gate to get angle, I think that we can. I mean, it. my
3: first move is going to back up so that I have a better angle because okay. obviously, me trying to nick like the top of their dome.
1: Right. So no, I'm I'm cool with that. So, are are you, are you saying that it's half cover, Cody? Yes. So for those of us that don't ignore it, assuming we can actually even hit them with range, I don't have anything with range. But even if you can hit them with range, it's um, plus two. Uh bonus to their AC.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh Mort. I believe it is you first.
2: I thought of a better plan. I cast Charm Person on one of the archers. Okay, what is the text for Charm Person? It must make a wisdom saving throw uh with advantage.
0: With advantage?
2: Yeah, because we're fighting it.
0: Oh,
2: okay, what's its what's your spell save? Uh fourteen.
0: Yeah, and rolled a twenty-five. Well,
2: that does nothing.
0: <laughs> all right, a person is not charmed. What do your two skeletons do?
2: Uh, we're all gonna just wander towards the wall. No, that's fine. Not that close. Like, kind of preferably a little out of arrow range, but just gonna walk up to the wall. They're just kind of standing near me still.
0: Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so they're just they're just acting as meat shields. Gotcha. Uh, okay, thunk. What are you doing? Just call him Thonk.
3: It's spelled Thonk, but it's pronounced Tonk.
0: I meant to say Tonk, and I think I did slip a th in there because I read it and it had a th at the beginning. Anyways, Tonk, what are you doing?
5: Well, right now I'm crying on the inside, but other than that, I uh, I run across the bridge to basically get as close to the wall as possible, and with my incredible height and strength, I look at Rolf and give him the up motion. Cause to try to, like, you know, give him a little lift. A seven foot, almost eight foot tall. So you're going to try to... Yeah, I'm going to try to boost him up, if he if he's willing.
0: Is the intention of this to give him better angle on his archery, or to chuck him atop the wall?
5: Chuck him atop the wall.
3: Okay. Rolf, you cool with the plan to be chucked atop the wall? Yeet! <laughs> on the grounds that as I'm going up, if I roll well, I get to attack. I'll allow it. (laughs) I want this Breath of the Wild moment where time slows down and I'm just like... That's
0: pretty cool. That's pretty (laughs) cool. I kind of treat combat as rounds taking place simultaneously, so I'm cool with that. All right. So, uh, Tonk... Let Greg go first, though. Well, no, I I want Tonk to roll the athletics check to see if this happens or not.
5: I got a natural 20.
0: Ooh!
3: Breath of the Wild moment.
0: All right. Right now, Rolf, you are soaring through the air majestically. Somehow silhouetted by a gloomy sun. Greg, what are you doing?
1: Oh, let's see. I don't have any way to do anything ranged, so I think I need to get on top of that wall.
0: All right, start scampering and make me some kind of climbing check.
1: Well, I'd probably have to get to the wall. How far away were we from the wall is the thing.
0: You can get to the wall and then make a climbing check.
5: Okay. Can't he climb on me?
0: Um. <laughs> you know what? As you are there, I will give you. I will give him a plus one to his roll as like human ladder for the first seven feet. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> that is a gosh numbers fourteen. Okay,
0: so you launch yourself up, Tonk, and scrabble at the wall, but your fingers cannot get purchase on the smooth stones, and you slip back down to the ground. Okay. Um, no, Rolf, Rolf, you're soaring through the air illuminated by the sunlight make me an acrobatics check yes sir uh 11 okay you just got hucked onto a stone wall and you just splatter just like you're on top of the wall but you're tumbling you know what i mean just like (laughs) as you like roll across the wall and our legs sprawled on the ground in front of two (laughs) crossbowmen. uh
3: anyways it's your turn what do you what do you do do i get to attack now at least
0: uh yeah, but not with any kind of advantage.
3: <laughs> I mean, no. <laughs> does a 15 hit? A
0: 15 does not hit. Yikes. The arrow soars straight into their very thick uh breastplate or cuirass or whatever
3: and bounces off of the plates. I'm doing my extra attack. I get two attacks, so okay. How about a 27 that hits uh, da, 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 da. five damage plus another five. So all it. right, 10 is 10 damage is done
0: to, Oh, one of the, sorry, 11, 11 damage is done to one of the archers as the second arrow finds purchase in like one of the uh, joints of their armor, you know, where it has to flex and bend. Uh, now we are on Ama. Ama. You have just witnessed the person who you were singing a song to. Get flung at a wall and tumble across the top and not be hidden. What do you do? Wait, so... You tried to cast Minor Illusion and nothing happened.
4: Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to run up and I'm going to try to scale the wall with the 50-foot rope I have. I like it.
0: I'm going to say that'll give you uh, advantage on your climb roll.
4: Cool. Is climb athletics?
0: Uh, yes, let's make an athletics check, unless there is a climb check. There is not. And he said advantage? Yes.
4: Probably not gonna get above a 21 here.
0: 21 is good enough to climb the wall.
4: I lied, I got a 25.
0: That is good <laughs> enough to climb the wall. You throw your rope, and it somehow makes a perfect, like, lasso-y loop that hooks on to one point in the parapet. And you scale easily. Um, I will say on the other side of the two crossbowmen who are currently firing at your friend Rolf, the unhidden by your magic.
4: Do I, uh, do I get to make an attack?
0: Uh, no. I think that I said that climbing is your action for the turn.
4: That's fine. I am going to leave the rope there. Um, Oh, yeah. As like
0: a benefit for someone else. Yeah. Okay. The two archers fire on, um, the poor defenseless and in a heap archer or ranger rather. Well, let's let's start with this. Does a uh I can do math. Does a 14 hit? Oh no. Rolf. 14 does not hit. Okay. Does a 25 hit? Yes. Okay. Okay, you take 10 damage as a crossbow bolt flies straight into your shoulder. Ow. The two crossbowmen hunch over and begin to reload their crossbows. At least it's not a firebolt in my face. It is not a firebolt in your face, Mort. You're on the ground in front of a wall. You see scuffling atop it. What do you do?
2: I cast Charm Person.
0: <laughs> Alright, bold move. I like it. Uh, Okay, you said they roll with, with advantage, correct? Yeah. Alright, let's see what's going to happen here. What is your spell save? Fourteen. Nope. (laughs) They are still not charmed. (laughs) Uh, Are the skeletons still acting as meat shields? Yep. Okie
1: doke. Why is it why why are they rolling at advantage for that?
0: Because we're in combat. Because we're fighting um. So charming them is harder. Ah. Uh, Okay. Um. After Mort gesticulates with his hand and unfortunately not much happens because they're currently firing crossbow bolts at at Rolf. Uh, we move on to Tonk. Tonk, what do you do?
5: I go over to Ama's rope, and I climb up.
0: Alright, make me a probably pretty trivial athletics check with advantage.
5: Uh, 18.
0: Yep, you screw me right up there. And you're plopped on the ground right next to Ama, behind the archers. Alright, Greg, you're on the ground in the wall.
1: Uh, same thing, climbing up the rope. Make me that athletics check. With advantage, right? Yes. Uh, that is a twenty, not natural.
0: You're up there, Ama. Oh no, sorry, Rolf. You've been crossbow bolted. What do you do? Rolf hits both characters with max damage. No,
3: um, I'm gonna attack both. Are you
0: like specifically doing one arrow
3: at each of them? Yes. Okay, perfect. Uh, that is a twenty-five to hit. A twenty-five hits, and then that's D8 times dose. 5 plus 4, so 15. For the second one? That's for the damage. Oh, lord. Okay. for uh, That's the one that's already injured.
0: Yeah, right. Uh, I can do math. Okay, so one arrow catches that archer squarely in the chest as green smoke begins to pool around his feet. So does he kind of tumble
2: over?
3: Not dead yet, just hurt. Making sure. And then I'll go ahead and attack the other one and I'm going to sharpshooter this one, uh which okay. al- which allows me to roll I take a minus 5 to the attack roll, but if it hits, it deals plus 10 extra damage. Dang. All right. All right, which partner's getting shot? Oh, did you roll a 1? Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll roll the damage. Yeah, it's a 6 plus all the bonuses and negatives. <laughs>
0: Oh, wait, does it do extra 10 damage because you were sharpshooting No, I don't
3: think so in that situation.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that feels a little unfair. Tonk, you take six damage as an arrow hits you straight in the knee.
3: Um, It would be plus six.
0: Oh, you take 12 damage as an arrow hits you straight through the kneecap. You look up expecting to see a crossbowman facing you, but instead you just see Rolf, your dear friend, staring dead-eyed at you. I'll remember this
4: anyways, Alma. It's your turn, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull out my great axe and with my two attacks uh hit both of them all right, okay, attack one is a seventeen hits uh attack two is an eighteen
0: also hits
4: all right, uh the one that's hit the worst is getting hit with seven, okay. And the other one is getting hit with 14.
0: All right. So you run up to the archer who was already looking pretty wounded. And like the phrase I want to use, but it is entirely unnatural to use for me, but I'm going to use it anyways, Is you eat him right off the wall. (laughs) Mort, you see an armored figure go flying off the wall as your dwarven friend clubs them with a hammer. Uh and then you swing with the other and cave in the uh cuirass of the remaining archer. Green smoke is now pooling thickly on the wall and pouring out onto the ground. Uh oh, it's my archer's turn. Who's wounded? I know how to keep track of initiative. I'm a good DM. <laughs> Ama. Does a twenty-two hit? It does. Eight. You take 12 damage as a crossbow bolt is fired straight into your gut at point blank, point blank range. Okay. All right. We are back around to Mort. Mort, you are laying on the ground, kicking your feet whimsically and trying to charm person. I, 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 I have, I have moved towards the wall at least at this point. (laughs) All right. You look up at the wall. You see one of them get yeeted off. The other one is still standing there, shooting at Ama. What do you do?
2: Is the one that got yeeted off just like dead on the ground somewhere? He's very dead, yeah. Okay. But soup's dead. I throw a firebolt at the one up on the wall. Perfect. Roll me however that works, because I don't know fireball rules. Uh, it's a range spell attack, which is um, uh, math uh,
0: uh 15. The fireball hits the armored figure. You see his armor singe black, but appears to take no damage. As if he were very close to hitting his AC, but not quite.
2: Uh, and, and is the other figure kind of within close walking distance? The the, the dead body one? The, the the dead body one.
0: Yeah, I mean, that one is, yeah.
2: I sent one of the skeletons to go put on his armor.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, you got an armored skeleton now. Yeah, I like that. Very clever.
2: Can I increase its AC?
0: Uh, yeah, its AC would be 16. Okay. That's the AC of these guys. Whoa. Next in the order. Oh, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna send my other skeleton up the rope.
0: Oh, okay. Perfect. The armored one or the unarmored one?
2: The unarmored one.
0: Okay. The other skeleton climbs up the rope. Tonk, it is your turn. You've taken an arrow to the knee, but you're recovering somehow. What do you do?
5: I pull the arrow out of my knee. Stare daggers at Rolf. Then I will also go attack the only living archer left.
3: Try to stab it in the face with the arrow you just got.
5: Actually, I was going to try to hit him off the side of the wall with my uh, warhammer to see if he could also fall to his death.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a cool move.
5: Yeah, that that that, that was the goal, but we'll see if I hit. Uh, 18.
0: 18 hits, yeah.
5: And then it's 2. I rolled 2, and I get three for my strength right uh yeah and that's it so five damage
0: okay so you run up and slam this guy with your hammer he bounces against the parapet wall but it's not quite enough to tip him over onto the ground green smoke is now pouring around his shoes and beginning to climb up his armored legs and it is greg's turn greg you're on the top of the wall
1: so this guy's not dead yet he's not
0: dead yet
1: I guess I have to do this myself and I'll run up with a, a Warhammer. uh Warhammer.
0: okay. Three hammer people. You guys are hammer bros.
1: That that one that one won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a one, but it was it was bad. I mean, I'll j ju- I can go ahead and say it a ten.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's feels like it isn't well, is it a ten with modifiers? That is pretty yeah, bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a three plus seven. <laughs> That's better. That's an 18.
0: In 18 hits, your hammer connects with a ringing sound like a hammer striking
1: a bell. So this would be, yeah, I've already taken care of that. Okay, this die. That would be 10 damage.
0: Great. With 10 damage, like I said, hammer hits, sound of a ringing bell. The archer reels, green smoke completely enveloping him as he stumbles and falls to the ground and begins disintegrating.
2: Uh, Mort.
0: Mort, have your other
2: skeleton get the armor. Well, you know that was the plan, and I sent that skeleton up the wall. So now you he's gonna come. You
0: can send the skeleton. B- <laughs>
2: yeah. He, he, he's he's gonna come crawling back down the wall to get the armor. All right. How many flesh buddies can you have? I don't think there's an upper limit. I think the upper limit is the number of times I can cast the spell. Yeah.
1: What what's the spell?
2: Uh, so I think, I think the upper limit right now is five because I can revive four a day that I've already revived and add one more on top of that.
1: What, what spell is it?
2: Animate dead. Uh, okay. So all of you have
0: wiped out the archers atop the wall. I think everyone's on top of the wall now as well. So there are stairs leading down to a courtyard area. You can see against the like cliff face that this wall is kind of bubbled out around. You can see a like large door that this one is open like they don't routinely keep it shut. Um, it appears to lead into a like half natural half also mined out cavern area. You can see torchlight kind of pouring out of there. And then all around the courtyard, you can see, like, crates and containers of all kinds of goods. So you can see, like, very nice-looking um vegetables. You can see bottles of fancy-looking alcohol. You can see even finer clothes. And there might even be some animals kind of, like, chirping around in this area, right? So there might be, like, a little pen of chickens and some pigs. All in all, this is, like, an oddly... um homey environment like you know what i mean it's like oh this is nice like it it feels cozy looking down into this like courtyard of food and pigs
4: as soon as everybody's up uh ama's gonna roll up her rope uh and she turns to uh rolf sorry about that i uh i must be more rusty on my flute skills than i thought i was
3: i don't think i was very convincing either though
4: (laughs) well we'll have to try it again sometime
3: we must Good thing I was laid afoot. Tonk? um, I think Rolf goes up to Tonk and takes his arrow back. That uh, hit him in the knee.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I look at him, and instead of giving the arrow back, I just snap it in half and drop it.
3: I'm sorry, bud. After such a great throw.
5: (laughs) And then I I tell him, that one's bad luck.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you're right. So what do we do now? find the king yeah that's probably a good idea
5: For, uh from where we're at up there uh, on the wall can we see any other people or signs of people like i don't know like lights flickering through like wind throws or something like that Anything?
0: roll me a perception check
5: <laughs> if i said natural 20 again would you believe me
0: <laughs> i would because i'm <laughs> dumb <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah i got that again
0: uh okay so you look out and you can see obvious like in the open courtyard area, there would probably be seating and you can see like tipped over glasses. Maybe some people left some like, you know, like a cigar burning in an ashtray. There's like half drunk cups, half finished meals. Um, it's very clear that this area was once very populated and now everyone has left. Um, inside, you don't see any, like, motion of people. You just see the flickering of torches from inside, like, the further recesses of the cave.
3: I know Rolf is dealing with the duality right now of, like, I think raising the winch might be a good idea in order to get out quickly without having to jump down a 15-foot wall. Um, but at the same time, if it's open, then it also allows them, when they get back, to envelop us a lot easier.
5: I was also thinking that, so why don't we bar the door and maybe leave the rope, but just like reel it up so that it's only on this side and not on the other side?
1: Well, you have to remember that they're relying on someone on the inside to open the door for them, and if nobody's on the other side of the door, then we have the advantage.
3: And then, okay, yeah, and then if they end up coming, we can open the door, they flood in, and we rope down. Just trying to have my our escape route planned in case this goes any more
1: south than it already has.
0: That feels very Pirates of the Caribbean. I like that.
1: <laughs> I assume there's like easy, like there's stairs or something going down from this wall to the inside. He said there was. Okay, I miss I missed hearing that.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On this side, yes, you can you can get off. I don't
3: think I said it, but yes. <laughs> I think you did. He might have, and I might have. I probably missed yeah, it. Yeah, but yes. But you said there was a cavern too that was probably housed Oswald. So.
0: Yeah, I mean like this wall was built mostly around the yeah, entrance to the cavern. It's just this little courtyard area seems more like it's shipping and receiving, you know. Probably more receiving than shipping. Gotcha. They don't like export goods.
3: Well, you got everybody ready to go to the cavern? Let's
1: do it.
5: Oh, actually, let me heal let me heal myself and armor. Should probably do that. Let's Yeah, I just do a little healing word. I need healing too. What? Heal me. I need healing, too. Yeah, you're still suffering from that, but <laughs> i am you get six health back. Woo! And then I also give myself six health back. That'll be good for now. As I eye uh, another person in the party. Oh, and because I keep forgetting this every time I do this, um, every time we finish combat, I can uh grant someone initiative on their grant someone advantage on their initiative role there we go that's, that's
1: oh one. that's cool that's when we start combat you said
5: yeah i just keep forgetting to do it oh yes at the end of combat i can grant someone advantage on initiative for the next combat
0: okay who are you doing that on
5: uh greg how, how does that sound how does that sound to sounds you sounds
2: good to me
0: all right so you are all uh standing atop the wall you've been healed except for rolf Decidedly. Greg now has advantage on his next initiative, and you're staring down into a well stocked courtyard and an ominous looking cavern entrance.
3: What is everybody about?
1: I guess we uh sally forth, huh?
3: Rolf will take up the rear since he doesn't have any dark vision.
5: <laughs> oh. Um I do go over and grant him some dark vision, using up another spell slot. That
3: that, that was Okay. But say it. I was fine with being in the back. That way I could kind of watch our
1: rear.
5: And you still need to see. Yeah, you still want dark vision.
1: Once we get further in, if it gets dark.
5: Fine.
3: Okay. As you
0: all walk into the cavern, um, so like I said, it's kind of half naturally formed and half you can tell it's been mined out and carved out with metal tools. Um, when you first walk in, uh, there is kind of like a shift as the light switches from the ambient light outside to kind of flickering torchlight. From, you know, fire that is stuck to the walls in various places. It's dim, but not impossible to see, you know. And what you find is more of the same, except the stuff that's in here seems to be more valuable. So this is where you would find armor and swords and um, equipment all, like, along the walls. Um, there might be some, like, precious gems. These types of things kind of piled up. As it happens, those things are not worth very much in this world, but, you know, it it just feels right to keep those in a safer place for them. When you immediately walk in, this room is also totally empty, and at the very back of the room, there's a door that is, like, leading deeper in. It's closed, like a double wood door that's been mounted into the stone, and then on both the right and left, you can see, like, Not exactly footpaths, but, like, repeated foot traffic. You can see where people have walked a lot. And there's, like, a ton of foot traffic to a door to the right that has, like, again, torches stuck probably, like, around the door. And there's actually, like, a sign above it. And then fewer fewer foot tracks, or like, it's less worn down going to the left to another door. What does the sign above the right door say? The sign above the right door says the Nobleman's Retreat. Is there a sign about the left door? There is not.
1: Did you say this room is where like weapons and stuff would be stored? Yes. So there are weapons around? Mhm. I want to take as many of those as I can.
0: Okay, so this would basically be any standard weapon you can think of they would have in stock? Okay. What specifically do you want? Cuz you can you can have all that.
1: I'm not looking for anything for myself, so unless unless there's a magic weapon, because I didn't think to give myself a magic weapon. Unless there's any magic weapons, I'm thinking I'm going to take as ma- as much as I can carry to arm the rest of the town folk to protect themselves against these guys.
0: Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the right way to put this, because I like that.
3: I think that's a really good idea. I'll help him if it makes it easier.
0: No, what my thought on this is that you're going to have to leave eventually. Do you want to do that now or do you want to do that on your way out?
1: Why? What? Do you, what's, oh, because I'd be too carrying too much.
0: Well, because you still have stuff to do and you're like, if you want to talk about how many swords you could carry like in your mitts, you know, like, are you <laughs> just like arms out? stacking like 30 swords in your arm and then
3: like could he do like a little satchel bundle that he could like come back and pick up and take on the way out
1: yeah let's let's do that yeah
3: definitely if you want to like prep yourself like a go bag
1: because then
0: you
3: could carry a lot more because
0: like i don't want to be like okay you take two swords you know because like it'd be cumbersome but you could carry a lot of them it's just every time you do anything you have to like be setting them on the floor and then but I like this. I like the motivation. It's smart. Okay, so you bundle up a bunch of like swords and spears and shields and stuff that you could arm a small militia with and prep them for uh, quick evacuation if you guys are getting out whilst under
1: duress. While I was going through these weapons, did I find any magical anything anything special? No,
0: these are all these are all very plain. So it's all like the basic, uh, like I think it'd be like basic martial weapons in the in the. Uh, Handbook, you know.
1: Okie dokie.
3: All right. Uh, anyone else? Um, do we recognize anything? Because like we had, they had those bracers or whatever. We managed to find the one bracers that gave Ama extra strength. Do we see any stuff like that lying around?
0: You did. Uh, make me a investigation check.
2: Can Can I concurrently do an Arcana check?
0: Yes. Uh, seventeen.
2: Twenty six
0: so I want to be clear about something that sometimes happens when you ask questions. The answer being no does not always mean you rolled poorly. It means that you found out all the information. This room is aggressively mundane. There are valuable things here. Like, I mean, there's just like a, like over there, there's a bucket of diamonds, but they're useless. What do you do with those? You know what I mean? Take them back to the land of the living. Get rich. Yeah. If you, If you can, right, you could, but here, what would you buy with them? You know, there, there isn't... Boiled meat. Yeah, (laughs) right, just boiled meat. (laughs) Um, So there's valuable stuff piled up here, but it's nothing, aside from the weapons that, like I said, are all mundane, there's really nothing of any value. Okay, no worries. All right, so you have a large door across the room from you to your right. There is a door labeled the gentle, or the nobleman's retreat, and to the left, There is a door that is unmarked and seems more, like, less used. Might be a little bit more rusty, you know? The foot traffic to it is less. It's in a darker corner of the area.
1: Which direction?
3: I feel like the one that's less trotted might be, like, his personal room or something. But I don't know why it would be up front. I feel like it would be at the back.
1: I mean, it could be just their general barracks. Is that the right word?
3: That could be. There's no like grates in the door. It's literally just a solid wood door.
0: The door to the gentleman's retreat is just like a solid wood door. The door on the left that seems less used, I'm actually going to say is metal. And the door at the like far end of the room, basically like if you just walked straight, that door is, it's like a double wooden door and it looks, yeah, make me a perception check. There's like hints here so we can do this the right way.
1: Oh, I didn't realize there was three doors, so I guess I missed that.
0: Eighteen. Okay, so the door on the far end, it appears to be far more structural. So there's kind of like an ignored rusty metal door that no one seems to be using for anything. There is a very strongly fortified door, and then there's a door that would be like Tons of foot traffic goes here. It's almost like the boxes are stacked up to make like a pseudo pathway to it. There's torches around it, and it says the nobleman's retreat above it.
2: Can I do an Arcana check on the doors?
0: N- no, simply because you did like an AOE Arcana check and detected nothing.
2: Oh, okay. I just, I just wanted. Yeah. To- no,
0: this room is aggressively
1: mundane. Yeah.
2: Okay. I just wanted to make sure that was. Okay.
1: Like it kind of hurts your brain how mundane this 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 room is. Like you <laughs> you do the same type of check out in the out in the living world and you find at least something like <laughs> you find a magic spider and here there's nothing.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, what's everyone doing?
2: I thought we looked at the 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 doors at the end, the big ones.
1: Seems like a reasonable place to start. All right,
0: you make your way to the uh, very end doors you grab the handle it is locked
4: is that is that a wooden one
0: it is made of wood yeah
4: uh i am gonna uh just try to kick it open with my strength okay because i'm pretty strong R- roll me uh
0: roll me a are you gonna kick it or hit it
4: i lied i'm gonna punch it because i've got bracers
0: oh i like that okay yeah <laughs>
4: uh sorry that is a with the bracers a 16
0: okay so you slam your hand into the door and there's like a gigantic boom and you can feel the door kind of crunch and creak underneath of your strike it is yet to completely fall over but it has been damaged
2: i pull a crowbar out of my bag of course you have a crowbar and offer it to somebody did you have a crowbar specifically coffins oh fair
0: you know what I love that motivation (laughs) oh my god okay you toss a crowbar to somebody who wants
4: to use the coffin crowbar
5: I'll use it.
0: Do you have crowbar
4: parentheses for grave robbing? I do
0: appreciate that that was on your sheet.
2: No, but I have a lot. I do have a lot of things that you would expect to use while grave robbing.
0: (laughs) The specificity of that is amazing. All right. (laughs) Who wants to use the crowbar on the door?
5: I can use it.
0: All right, Tonk, you pick up in your hand this relatively small crowbar and attempt to pry open the door. Make me just a, a strength and proficiency check. Basically an attack, but don't roll damage.
5: I got a 17.
0: Great. So you stab the uh, crowbar into like the gap made by Ama and start like cranking on the door. It feels like it isn't gonna give, and then, like, with the extra bit of leverage from the crowbar, you hear a splintering crunch, and the door springs open. It is very obvious it has been broken into. Inside, the immediate appearance becomes a little bit less grandiose. So, this is like uh, a common room, for lack of a better term for it. Like, like like a big open dining room so there are roughly crafted tables um on those tables it is the same thing that you saw outside you can see knocked over cups you can see um broken like almost like broken plates um things kind of tossed to the ground half-eaten meals again like smoldering stumps of cigars that type of thing that's this room. And then again, there are three more doors. <clears throat> Does one of them say the nobleman's retreat? None of them say the nobleman's retreat.
4: Are they obviously like doors that lead onward, or like do any of them, could any of them connect with the other rooms? So, trying
0: to think of the right way to describe this to make this clear. They, I, it, You would not get the impression that any of them would link back somewhere else. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, these seem like discrete areas, and this also seems like a different wing of this of this cave system, right? Like, there was a very heavy locked door between where you were standing and this place now, and this place looks a lot different. It's a lot more lived in and a lot less, like, nice stuff storage and a lot more... People seemed to have been actively doing stuff in this room five minutes ago. You know what I mean.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Does does this like have any indication that it's taking us towards anything like towards where the boss would be or?
0: Make me a perception check. Uh, perception, perception. Uh, fourteen. Okay, Amma, did you also roll that?
4: I did. Um, I got a thirteen.
0: Okay. So with a 14 and a 13 in that range, nothing looks as intentional in this room. All of the doors at this point are the same. They all seem totally unguarded, like their doors more of like, yeah, it's like the difference between a door that leads to the outside of your house and a door on the inside of your house. You know, these are slats of wood thrown up that have a hinge, you know, like maybe a handle, but that's there just to make it easier to open and close the door.
2: So it looks like a dead end?
0: Well, a dead end, except there are three other rooms to explore.
2: Okay. dude, Is there is there anything of interest just in this room with that perception check?
0: With a 13, I really think the only thing that... You know what? The only thing of interest with a 13 or a 14 would be that this room has some ornamentation hung up on the walls. Like, you can see torn cloaks, like hanging above tables and kind of around, but it's a lot less decorated than you might expect. Like, this area, right, is generally called the Nobleman's Retreat. This seems like the bottom of a pirate ship, not like a high-class bar. Does that make sense?
2: Mm hmm Do we check the other doors, or do we go the other way?
4: If they don't seem to be anything special, then I think maybe we just... Quick check and then move on?
1: Sounds good to me. Yeah, that sounds sounds reasonable.
4: Cool. I go to the door on the far left, the farthest left door, and just open it.
0: All right. When you open it, you are met by an extremely kind of acrid and not exactly nauseating smell, but it is kind of like a gross, just kind of rotting smell as you open the door. Uh, as you make your way in, you see, like, several wooden vats, like, open vats filled with kind of, like, a churning liquid. There are, um like, cow bodies kind of roughly butchered, and then a, uh like, ornamented table on, like, the far wall across these vats.
2: Arcana check?
0: You can make an arcana check. Eighteen. Uh, so that table is used for making enchanted items, and this, these vats are used to cure leather.
2: (laughs) Okay, magic
4: room. Next room.
2: I have the, uh, the skeleton set up for a breaching maneuver, and then I cast, uh, Thaumaturgy to throw the door open, and then they can barge in. Uh, okay, so (laughs) when
0: you say the next room, do you want to do the far room or the room on the right? Whatever the
4: next one is
1: well I think I think probably the one on the right because the one the one in the middle would be like deeper in, right?
4: Yes, technically yes. Okay, then yeah.
0: Carl, you missed them finding the room where the bracers are made. Um
2: at least Free I'm bracers. pretty sure sh- huh? Free bracers?
0: Technically, no one looked for bracers, so you can look for bracers and currently Ben is using his skeletons to breach into another room. And by Ben, I mean Mort. Mort, you use your skeletons to breach into another room. You use thaumaturgy to fling the door open. Your skeletons barge into a very disorderly-looking kitchen.
3: <laughs> Retroactively, Rolf would like to uh, investigate for some bracers.
0: In the uh, in the In the, magical room in the bracer of, room. Yeah, in the room of vats and rotting cowhide. All right, roll me that investigation check. Thirteen? Uh, Ooh... So with a 13... You f- right in the cusp. You find bracers, and you can kind of like... I mean, you're not necessarily like a super magical expert, but I'm trying to think of the right way to put this. You kind of find all of the raw components that you would need to make a magical bracer, like whatever enchanting like raw materials you need, and the actual bracers themselves. But for some reason, when you put them on, they don't seem to do anything.
2: With my... 18 Arcana check when we were in there not have seen if there were magical bracers in there with the Arcana check specifically, no. It just kind of
0: detected that there was magic being done in there. If you want to know oh, more now okay. that you found one of the bracers, you can certainly made, can do another one.
1: Yeah, I think if you wanted to actually like pinpoint which bracers were done and which ones weren't, you'd need a detect magic well, spell, and probably.
0: There's more to learn here than what a ranger that rolled a 13 learned, um, so you can ask further questions sorry i wasn't when i when i gave you that description of the room before that wasn't meant to be like this is terminal there's no, no more no, information no, I, uh, you know it's just as yeah, you ask yeah, more yeah. questions you can find out more
3: i think i will detect magic then
0: okay so i heard that an arcana check was done and a detect magic spell was done right okay so what is the text on the detect magic spell
3: Uh, For the duration, you sense the presence of magic within 30 feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn its school of magic, if any. Uh, The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt.
0: Okay, so, um, this room, then, when you cast Detect Magic, the room would glow faintly, like, all over the place. There have been traces of magic, but you have a much stronger sense of there being magic in the door that leaves deeper into the caves. And then more when you come back and do an arcana check, like actually inspecting the gauntlets, basically what you detect is missing is not... It's like all of the raw ingredients have been put together, but if you put dry wood and kindling on top of each other, they don't become a fire. It needs some magical spark. That's what's missing from this. Okay,
3: so they haven't been enchanted yet, is what you're saying. Kind of. More or less.
0: uh, What they lack is a strong source of magic. Like Mort might be able to actually just make one of these enchanted bracers right now, just given his own magical ability, if he had a proficiency as like any kind of artificer or something like that. It's like the, the the spell has been totally set up. It's just no one with an innate magical ability like finished it if that makes sense
1: well let's let's take a bunch of these pieces and maybe we can finish these later add
0: them to the pile of stuff to bring back to town yeah <laughs> yeah that's a good idea
1: well these things are small enough i could just put them in my bag yeah that's true i have a backpack definitely so i will do that Oh, so ama already has a set that works how many how many should we grab or actually how many can we grab
0: can i be honest with you Okay. Like, in terms of numbers, it it doesn't matter how many. Like, you can have basically as many as you want, as long as you don't use them to, like, make a mountain that you then use to climb up a wall or something by just making a stack of leather bracers.
3: <laughs> Well, in the in the narrative sense of arming the villagers, I think we could take extra to get prep them and strengthen them up a little bit, too.
0: Yeah, like if you have an eventual goal of making a town militia, you can say we can arm the town militia with bracers. We have a bunch of them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm going to take because I can't imagine that the bracers would be very useful for Mort and Rolf, but. Tonk and I could definitely use them.
2: I punch things all the time. And
3: that, well, I mean, if we enchant them in the right way, they could be good.
1: Maybe. So I would say I would take probably maybe like I don't know seven or eight set like uh, sets for us just in just in case like the enchantment goes wrong and we break them. And then that's that's fine. A bunch more for the pack of things to give the townsfolk, whatever that means.
2: Yeah, no that 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 is totally cool with me. So vinny has got a. Grinch sack of, uh, bracers now. Yep. Okay, the skeletons get ready to breach
3: the third door! Uh, I know, great time to mention this after, uh, we breached two doors, I guess. Uh, I have thieves' tools. (laughs) Is the door locked? (laughs) These
0: doors are not locked. (laughs) (laughs) There was a locked door, and you sat quietly as two people smashed it down.
3: (laughs) Narratively, Rolf just didn't stop Amma in time, uh, Outside the box of the game, Carl forgot he had thieves' tools.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I cast levitation, and blow open the third door. Okay, and what's rushing in first? One of my skeletons.
0: Cool, so the door flings open and you see a very fancy room. Like, leather and fur rugs everywhere. There's like a really nice bed... It's all, like, carved wood. It's well lit. There's a fire roaring. You can, like, smell delicious meat. And then a massive figure smashes from, like, the ceiling, like, swings down through the doorway, kicks one of your skeletons that just, like, explodes into bones, right? And slides into the room. Um, You see a figure stand up that is like fifteen feet tall and is wearing normal sized armor that at this (laughs) point is like shredding and ripping apart.
1: Like No, I I just imagine I imagine he's wearing two normal sized breastplates as like bikini. Like a bikini.
0: (laughs) It's like yeah, his breastplate is quickly becoming a crop top. As like his body as if in front of you is still kind of expanding and growing and muscling um as he like is tearing chunks of armor sleeves off and he just goes I'ma tear you little things to pieces
2: I guess charm person
0: (laughs) that's where we're gonna start next time (laughs) one day this will work Thanks for listening to this episode of Undertown. The music for this show was Action Epic by Kimiku and can be found at loyaltyfreakmusic.com. If you like the show, you can check out more at our website or on Podbean and interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can also find us streaming on Tuesday nights at wandering underscore gamers on Twitch. Until next time, be careful wandering the Undertown.